the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. To Real Presence Live. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer joining you from the Diocese of Fargo. And almost every day, we receive prayer requests from our wonderful listeners throughout the Real Presence Radio listening area, asking for prayers for those closest to them who are suffering with illness, perhaps those who have lost a job and are looking for work, those who are traveling, having troubles in their marriages, and who are thankful also for all the Lord has done in their lives. We treasure the opportunity to uh, bring these prayers along with you to our Lord Jesus. We hold these needs close in prayer here at RPR. And now we share a few of these prayer requests each time we have our Prayerfully Yours segment. So we'd like to invite all of you, whatever you're doing, if you're maybe on the road or taking care of work or chores at home, to uh, join in a prayer specifically for these intentions as we present them to you and present them to Christ. So here are our intentions for today. Day. First of all, we have been asked to pray for a family that is having a lot of change and bad luck and a lot of financial troubles. They say they are starting to lose faith and have been begging God for help. Lord our God, we ask for your uh, graces to flow upon uh, this family and all of our other families uh, close to us who are experiencing these troubles. Uh, we especially ask for the intercession of St. Joseph. Uh, to enliven the hearts of moms and dads, uh, to give the very best of what they've been given to their children, uh, that they may recognize that uh, a spiritual security is a wonderful foundation for whatever other uh, whatever other uh, struggles that they find, that as the uh, vicissitudes, the ups and downs of life uh, are, are affecting us, that they may feel the the guiding hand of of the Holy Spirit with them and stirring up his gifts within them. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. We also have uh, intercession here for Mark as he recovers from cardiac bypass surgery. 
So this moment, we just uh, we just envision Mark there as he he is recovering from this uh, major surgery. Um, all the things that go, the the, the kind of helpless feelings, uh, that and and dependence on others to care for him, um, his own limitations of his own body. We just envision Mark there, and also coming to to my heart, and my mind right now are just all of those um, who are ill, who are suffering right now. I think of. We can uh, see even my own parishioners in their hospital rooms right now, in their their homes, in their beds, their hospice beds. Um, we, we see those who are just today just learning of difficult health news, those who are informing their families of life-ending issues that they're dealing with. Heavenly Father, we, we turn to you at this moment. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit, Lord, and giver of life. Come now into Mark, come into his body, come into his heart, into his chest cavity there. Uh, shed the light of healing upon him. Uh, we see all of those who are incapacitated in any way, uh, physically, emotionally, psychologically, intellectually, spiritually. Come Holy Spirit, breath of life. Come fullness of health. Come dew of healing. Come upon them and in them. Raise them to the fullness of life. We thank you, Heavenly Father, because you have done this, you are doing it, you continue to do it. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. We've been asked also to pray for someone who is struggling with their college decision. May God show them his will for their lives. We pray for this young person and for all who are in a similar position that they may recognize that the primary vocation that they've been given is a vocation to holiness. Lord, inflame their hearts to respond to this call to holiness, that by doing so, they may receive clarity in the particular steps that they are to take. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we've been asked to pray for the repose of the soul of Pat. Heavenly Father, you've created all human beings to be one with you for all of eternity, uh, to be in your glory and the fullness of glory for all of eternity. Heavenly Father, right now I, I see your Son, Jesus Christ, uh, going to the cross, being crucified, dying on the cross, uh, descending to the depths of the dead, to the depths of hell. I see you, Heavenly Father, raising your Son, Jesus, up out of the depths of hell, bringing with him all of the souls who belong to you um, for eternal glory. I see the glory of heaven. I see the the saints of heaven, I, I see them praising with alleluias. I see, Heavenly Father, the souls in purgatory being purified, desiring to be one with you in all things. Father, at this moment, for the soul of Pat, we pray for the soul of all those who have died this day, who will die this day, for all the souls in purgatory. Pray for all the souls in our cemeteries, Heavenly Father, right now, through the blood of Christ, through his victory on the cross, uh, that you would raise them up to the fullness of glory. Heavenly Father, purchase them by the blood of the Lamb. Receive them into the fullness of glory. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And so we thank all of you for taking this time to pray with us for these RPR family members and their needs. If you have a special intention you would like prayed for, we ask you to please visit our website, yourcatholicradiostation.com. You can submit your requests under the Prayer Requests tab at the top of the page. You can also submit an intention on our app. Simply click on Prayer Requests on the main screen, and we'll be happy to join with you in prayer for those intentions. We'll step aside for a brief break, but we'll be right back with Dan Tracy on the life of Blessed Solanus Casey. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer with you today here on Real Presence Live.
The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Indeed, the devil is dumb and much worse than that. (laughs) Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer welcoming you back to Real Presence Live as we are about to talk about one of the newly beatified saints uh, from the Americas, Blessed Solanus Casey. In order to do that, we have Dan Tracy with us on the phone. Welcome, Dan, to Real Presence Live. Thank you, Fathers, for having me this morning. Now, we understand that you are a seminarian who is studying for the great uh, Diocese of Superior there in northwestern Wisconsin. Can you tell us uh, where you are studying and what level you are in in your studies? Sure. I just finished my first two years of seminary, so I um, had a few degrees before seminary, and so entered what's called pre-theology and just finished uh, two years of that, and then I'll be entering uh, Theology 1 here, uh, getting back into studies in just under a month. Possibly the class of 2024, if my math is correct. I think 23. Uh, but ah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, because we're in 19 now. So L- let's hope yes. Father Gross yeah. is not being prophetic on that one. No, no, it's <laughs> not my intention at all. It's uh, actually it's up to someone way above our pay grade in terms Indeed. of what the Amen. time frame is. Very good. Well, um, we remember that it's going to be a couple of years ago this past fall that uh, Solanus Casey was beatified in Detroit. Um, uh, why is it? that uh, folks in Wisconsin, and particularly in the Diocese of Superior, have a a special attachment to this uh, wonderful saint. Yeah, I mean, it's a great story. I think that a lot of people, I think, in the U.S. and and elsewhere recognize that he was uh, most well-known for his time in Detroit. Started a soup kitchen during the Great Depression, which is still active, um, and really did a lot of his ministry there at at the monastery, um, at St. Bonaventure's uh, Monastery in Detroit. But actually, the first, really the first, uh, for the majority of the first 30 years of his life, he lived in Wisconsin. Um, so he was born in Wisconsin, um, did a lot of his early work in Wisconsin, um, and then actually did some of his Capuchin formation um, in Wisconsin. He was also a diocesan seminarian, uh, which is the main reason that I got interested in him. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, he, you know, he, was, he lived to be 86 years old, um, so really, yeah, really a third of his life, um, yeah, Dan, a third of his you... life was very much could about you... Wisconsin. Could you focus in for us a little bit, just your personal sure. journey? How, like, what's your personal connection there? Because the, they're telling us that you're like an expert on him. So <laughs> you don't become an expert. Well, so you fell in love with him in summer. What, what's the story about how you, how Father Casey chose you to be his friend? Sure. Yeah. So 
Uh, I'm originally from the city of Superior. Uh, the Cathedral of Christ the King is my home parish. And uh, in high school, we, I believe we started having a parish prayer um, that included a mention of Venerable Solanus Casey. And so I remember praying that at Mass on Sundays. Um, but it wasn't until the summer before my uh, entering seminary, so this is 2017, uh, that I first, it, it just started to come up again um, in my mind, like, who is this Solanus Casey? But I didn't really act on it. And then my first day at the seminary, uh, I was loading my stuff uh, into my room, and I took an elevator ride up to the fifth floor where I live. And I was riding with our vice rector, and we got off the elevator, and I realized that there was a painting of Solanus Casey on the wall. And I said, is that Solanus Casey? And our vice rector uh, looked at me and said, yeah, he lived on this floor in the 1890s, and we're going to his beatification in November. And I was just stunned. I mean, I just I vividly remember it. And uh, from that moment on, really, the next two months, because uh, we went to the beatification in November, I read everything I could, and uh, um, a relationship was formed. I really believe uh, a relationship with, uh, with this man, uh, Solanus Casey, was formed. For those who are just tuning in to Real Presence Live today with Father Leffer and Father Gross, we are visiting with Dan Tracy, a seminarian from the Diocese of Superior, Wisconsin. And just to clarify, we're speaking about a, a recently beatified uh, man by the name of Solanus Casey. He was born Bernard Francis Casey, uh, born in 1870, died at the age of 86 in 1957. Solanus is spelled, for those listening who may have never heard this name before, S-O-L-A-N-U-S. And there is a from St. Francis Solanus, after whom Blessed Solanus Casey was named. Uh, someone who, as we say, spent a good amount of time in Detroit, as well as New York and Indiana, but has his roots in Wisconsin. So, so Dan, was, do you know which room was his in, on the seminary? <laughs> but, but, so it's funny, actually, when I moved in, um, our seminary had just completed a multi-million dollar renovation of the fifth floor, because no one had lived up there in about 70 years, um, because it had been condemned um, due to uh, there not being a fire engine uh, in Milwaukee that had a tall enough ladder. So, so there is no uh, replica like, of his room that's there, um, but we have a rough idea of kind of where he would have been positioned. Um, I think the, the records of where on the floor he would have uh, actually lived, those are probably um, gone to history. But Okay, um, so now you're, yeah. you're this, uh, this, you know, this... Uh, so, an uh, expert on, on Solanus Casey, and there's all kinds of little interesting things about him. Like, one I, I see here, like, he was a lover of the violin, but w what's something you could tell us about him that maybe people wouldn't know, or some kind of little tidbits that you could give us? Yeah, there are so many. Um, so, here do I start? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that his, uh, one of the things that's, that's beautiful to me, uh, as I'm preparing for this talk next week, um, what I've realized is is how um, much he sacrificed to uh, enter seminary. Um, he lived in Superior during really the what could be argued um, the greatest era of the city, um, the most booming um, uh, economically. He had a fantastic job. All his family lived with him, um, but he sacrificed so much um, to take that step um, to enter seminary. Um, but re read about him. I mean, I could do uh, 24 hours of programming uh, just on the miracles attributed to him because um, he, he was a miracle worker um, without a doubt. So, so obviously, the other thing, he, uh, yeah. obviously he was yeah. beatified. So what, what's sure. the miracle or miracles that are given credit for, for that to happen? Sure, yeah. So it was a woman from Panama. Uh, this happened, I believe, in 2011, um, Paula Medina Zarate. And she um, went to his tomb in Detroit and 
Um, when you go to the Solanus Casey Center, um, you, it, his tomb, is, it, his casket is above ground. Um, it's not open, it's a closed casket. And what you do is you have these little slips of paper and you write prayer intentions on them and then you put them on the casket. And so by the end of the day, there are all these small pieces of paper. It's a really beautiful image. And so she was doing that and she was kneeling by the casket and she had placed her, her pieces of paper on the casket. And then she heard, uh, she heard a voice say, what do you want me to do for you? Very much like our Lord in the Gospels. Wow. And uh, she prayed. Uh, she prayed uh, for a healing of her skin condition. She had this genetic uh, skin condition that gave her a kind of like scales uh, on her skin. So like, kind of like an eczema-type uh, skin condition. And in that moment, as she prayed for herself, uh, she felt a warm surge uh, through her body, which is typical of physical healings. Mm-hmm. And then she went to the bathroom... Um, and the scales that were on her skin literally came off um, in the bathroom. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so she had very powerful physical healing that took place. And I will mention uh, the most powerful moment, for me anyways, I know for a lot of people that were there at the beatification mass, was when she processed in with the first-class relic during the mass. It was just beautiful, um, the way that, uh, the way that uh, that took place yeah. in the liturgy. So, so that one, that's the one that's the one miracle attributed uh, and confirmed by the church. But there are thousands of others that uh, are sitting on that de- on the desk uh, on desks in Rome uh, waiting to be reviewed. So. And, and we're praying that as we um, you know that uh, as we are coming to the end of this segment here, unfortunately, time really flies. That uh, the co- mm-hmm. the cause of his canonization may proceed apace, and that uh, that day will be coming. So the beatification was in 2017, uh, a large affair at Ford Field, the uh, football stadium there in Detroit. I also was thinking, as you were mentioning earlier, about the um, kind of the Wild West days of the late 1800s in Superior mm-hmm. as a shipbuilding and uh, you know freight a, a city and and, and Salon honest Casey being there um, now his feast day is coming up uh, next week and under we understand that you're going to be giving a presentation on that day about blessed Solanus Casey can you give us a little preview of that sure it'll be at the Cathedral of Christ the King and Superior um, in Crest Hall which is the basement of the church and uh, from 6 to 6 30 there will be a potluck uh, meal we're calling it the Porter's potluck because he was a porter and that was his job at the at the monastery then from 6.30 to 7.30, I'll be leading a talk and discussion. Um, I'll be presenting some of my research, some of my findings, um, and some stories. And then from 7.30 to 8, we're going to have a blessing with a relic uh, from the True Cross, um, uh, which is something that Stolanus himself did regularly um, during his life. And then there will be an opp- opportunity for veneration of a first-class relic of Solanus, which was gifted uh, to Bishop Powers and uh, the other bishops in the state of Wisconsin. Wonderful. And the, those who are in the Twin Ports area, we definitely encourage you to take in that event. Dan Tracy, thank you so much for being with us today. Blessings to you in your uh, continued uh, discernment and in your seminary studies. Thank you, Father. You're very welcome. We also are. Um, uh, we also are. We do well to be reminded of uh, Blessed Solanus Casey and to turn to him to ask for his intercession as well. So coming up, it's going to be time to take the 10-minute tour around our area, hearing about local events. Later in the show, we'll hear more from Bishop Quinn from Winona, Rochester, and the good work that God is uh, doing in southern Minnesota. We're also going to be speaking with someone from Rapid City about the Endow Program and uh, building up the spirituality of women and families in the Black Hills. With Father Jason Leffer, I'm Father James Gross. As we are joining you today for Real Presence Live, please stay with us. 
live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Back to Real Presence Live. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer joining you from the Grand Forks studios today as we are having wonderful conversations about the great things God is doing in our midst. And... It's time to fire up the Studebaker as we go on our 10-minute tour and hear about the wonderful events that are happening in the near future throughout our listening area. First, we're going to cast our gaze, at least from where we are, due to the east in Duluth as we visit to da- visit with Daniel. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Yeah, thanks for having me. So what's going on at the Church of St. Lawrence? Uh, yes, yeah, so we're going on our parish cluster picnic. Um, it's going to be Sunday, August 11th at the Wheeler Athletic Complex. So we're going to start with uh, an outdoor mass, um, kind of like in your own lawn chair, and we're just going to have mass. Uh, and then directly following mass, we're going to have just a picnic, you know, celebrate our community. So have a club, um, you know, all the fixings there. Um, we'll also have like a beer, beer and wine tent, um, which will be fun. Um, and then, you know, have a bunch of games. Green bags, softball, kind of, um, kind of like family family reunion type of feel. So, spring your own, uh, you know, the games we'll, we'll play on. We'll also have some live music. So the uh, the Ali Ali event we'll be playing as well as well as uh, Cody. 
Um, so yeah, just any uh, event is free, uh, free will offering. So uh, anyone and everyone is welcome. So. Excellent. Now you mentioned the parish cluster. Which uh, churches are involved in that parish cluster? Uh, yes, yeah, so it's uh, St. Lawrence and Holy Family here in Duluth. Okay, and uh, for those who may not be uh, very aware, what uh, what part of the city are you guys located in? So we're on the, the western edge. So Holy Family is in Lincoln Park, uh, the Lincoln Park neighborhood, and then okay. um, St. Lawrence is uh, it's kind of on the border of Hermantown in the Piedmont area. Right. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. So at uh, the Church of St. Lawrence. Uh, at two, two weeks from this Sunday, August 11th, uh, outdoor mass, bring your lawn chairs with a uh, picnic lunch and games and entertainment and live music. Sounds like a wonderful time. Thank you, Daniel, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Very good. Now, we're going to bring things a little closer to home for us with uh, our uh, beautiful Franciscan sisters of Dillingen who are serving here in Grand Forks at the St. Anne's Guest Home. Are you looking for a way to grow in your Catholic faith and femininity? Join them for a monthly gathering meant to help them in this way. Magnificat Morning is a monthly program held on the first Saturday of each month at St. Anne's Guest Home in Grand Forks, which is located just north of University Drive off of 17th Street, University Avenue, I should say. The morning includes rosary, mass, music, a short talk, small group discussion, sharing, and prayer. So the contact information, Sister Christina is the person to speak with, 701-746-9401. And Saturday, August 3rd is the next Magnificat morning session coming up at St. Anne's Guest Home in Grand Forks. And next, we have the 63rd Annual PRCA Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match. Yeehaw! August 3rd at the Home on the Range uh, Arena. The top PRCA Cowboys compete for the title champion and collect thousands in prizes on the world's best bucking horses. Celebrate past champions or join in the live uh, Calcutta of Cowboys on August 2nd. The Champions Ride August 3rd at Home on the Range. Arena, exit 7 on I-94, east of Beach, North Dakota. Gates open at 10 a.m. The excitement begins at 1 a.m. Advanced tickets. Info oh, 11 at, in the morning, I believe, is what oh, that was. Oh, they're misprints. So yeah. it should be 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Info at hotrnd.com. And I was just there, Father Gross. I grew up on this road. Not too far away from that it's neck just, of the woods. It's just past Medora. They're having a gorgeous year out there. Lots of rain. It's so beautiful there right now. You don't want to... You do not want to miss the Champion Ride Rodeo. Yes, and that's a great uh, cause there, a home on the range for boys and girls uh, at Sentinel Butte, uh, just between Medora and Beach, just a little ways off of the interstate there. So join them if you can. And next, we're going to turn to the Rochester area as we have Michael with us on the phone. Uh, Welcome to Real Presence Live. Hello. So you have something to tell us about the Catholic Charismatic Renewal uh, movement there in Rochester. Yes, we've got it uh, going uh, for a few years in Rochester, and it's uh, growing very lively. And uh, there is uh, multiple events every year, and uh, we've got a coming Catholic Charismatic Renewal retreat uh, coming up in September. Okay. Living in Unity is the title of that weekend retreat, running from September 6th through the 8th, and it's going to be at St. Pius X Catholic Church in Rochester, correct? Correct. And our invited speaker is Father Eduardo Gomez Rivera, who was here last year, and it was a great success. We had over almost 100 people attending, and we're looking forward to the continuation of, of this uh, great event. 
Fantastic. Now, it is free for religious and clergy. There is a registration fee of $40, which will include uh, meals on Saturday and lunch on Sunday, and child care will be provided at no extra cost, so that's a, a great deal, too, for families with little ones. That's correct. It's, uh, it includes the whole event uh, and meals uh, and child care. So uh, everyone is invited, both religious and lay. Uh, so that's the Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat, which is sponsored by the Lumen Christi Prayer Group, being hosted by St. Pius X Parish in Rochester. Uh, from that, That's the week after Labor Day, uh, so September 6th, uh, Friday through Sunday, September 8th of 2019. And uh, we invite you to take part in that uh, event. So we appreciate your time with us here, Michael, and uh, we wish you all the best in that upcoming retreat. Uh, have a blessed day. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're very welcome. All right. And that bell can only mean one thing, that we have another set of uh, announcements to make. This one coming from the Diocese of Sioux Falls and the Broomtree Retreat Center, which is near Irene, South Dakota, a little bit northeast of Yankton, somewhere in that area. They invite you for a, fruit fill, a fruitful weekend with our mother, the Virgin Mary, uh, next weekend, August 2nd to the 4th. This retreat, directed by Dr. Terry Kemmer, begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon. During the retreat, you will journey with Mary through Scripture as you ponder her life and actions. Plus, the Our Lady of Guadalupe missionary image will be present. So in order to register for this event, 605-263-1040 is the number, or you can log on to broom-tree.org, B-R-O-O-M-T-R-E-E.org, hosted at the Broom Tree Retreat Center from August 2nd through the 4th. And the 28th Annual Evening of Healing Prayers and Mass in Duluth, Minnesota. 28 years. That's a long time for this to be going on. Okay. Monday, July 29th, so not too far out there, there will be an Evening of Healing Prayers and Mass at the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary. Again, this is in Duluth. The address for that is 2801 East 4th Street. Okay, the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary in Duluth. Please join uh, to pray for and receive prayers for healing. Mass is celebrated at 6 p.m., followed by individual prayers. You are also welcome and encouraged to attend adoration, which is held from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. in preparation. And confessions will be held from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. that same day. So, so it's a package deal there, and this is great to hear of all these uh, expressions of healing opportunities in our listening area. That cathedral is at a beautiful setting. I don't know if you've been there, Father Leffer, and in Duluth, from the front doors, you look out to the east, and you see at a great vista of Lake Superior. It's uh, it's something that people should not take for granted uh, who live out there. So that's been our 10-minute tour, and uh, we feature this every Real Presence Live. So if you'd like to have your event featured, we ask you to please call Brad and at 877-795-0122. We would be very happy to feature it on our show. So coming up next, we'll have a conversation with Bishop John Quinn of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester on the good things that are happening there in southern Minnesota. And later, Anna Luchny on the beauty and mystery of what it means to be a daughter of God with Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross hosting Real Presence Live. Please stay with us. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, 
and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. Father Jason Leffer joining me, Father James Gross, as we're coming to you from Grand Forks. Uh, reminder that there are numerous ways to listen to our programs as Real Presence Live is now airing every day, Monday through Friday, on weekdays from 9 to 11 a.m. We have encore presentations which begin at 6 a.m. Central on Saturdays and pretty much go throughout the day. So, for example, you'll be able to hear this program in the encore presentation from noon to 2 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m to 1 p.m. Mountain Time on Saturday. Remember, there's always uh, podcasts available uh, after the programming. Uh, and so yourcatholicradiostation.com is the best place to go, not only to download those programs, but to keep track of our wonderful programming schedule. And at this time, we have the privilege of speaking with one of our shepherds in this uh, region, in our area, as we are visiting with Bishop John Quinn from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. Oh, thank you. I always look forward to this time and to being with you. Thank you for having me come on the air with you. 
you know, Bishop Quinn, I don't, I don't know if it's, you know, just your destiny or, but you always get stuck with Father Gross and myself. You, 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 you just must be a lucky bishop or something. <laughs> I am. This is one of those. This is what they call a special grace. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. Yes, indeed. Well, we're going to be visiting with you in just a moment about some things that are happening within the diocese, especially some summertime events. Um, it's been about a month now since uh, there was the uh, the bishops' meeting that took place in June. And I'm just kind of curious, Bishop Quinn, if you could share with us briefly some of your kind of reflections about how things went. Is a, It's a momentous time, of course, these days when our uh, shepherds in the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops are, are getting together, and so if you could just uh, share with us um, some of the, the takeaways from that from that meeting last month. Oh, thank you. That's uh, really a, a very, very important topic, and uh, thank you for giving me a chance to share uh, some of my reflections on it. Uh, first of all, uh, it is always, uh, for us as bishops, a great uh, blessing when we are together, because we're, for the most part, uh, in a diocese by ourselves, and we communicate uh, with some frequency, but there's nothing like being together, and especially in a prayerful setting to celebrate, you know, the liturgy, the hours together to have time for a holy hour for us to celebrate, uh, you know, the Eucharist every day, the heart and soul of what it means uh, to follow Jesus, but also for us to carry out the apostolic office. I would say that the <clears throat> meeting was certainly very productive. I really believe that um, the accountability, which is what our lay people have been asking for, that uh, the Church is responding, not just individual diocese or the uh, bishops in our United States Conference, but our Holy Father is aware of the pain and suffering of the victims, and uh, his norms that he gave us, we're fully implementing all of those. And that uh, we are taking into account a role for our lay people who assist us and will help us uh, not only by their prayers and their good example, but by their assistance when these problems occur. So I would say we all left very hopeful, and we've returned to our diocese to implement and to work uh, with our uh, people on it. So that would be how I saw the meeting. I came in kind of unsure where we might be going, but left with a great sense of hope. Bishop Quinn, this is uh, Father Leffer. You know, when oftentimes in ministry here we we deal with you know say married couples that come in and there's maybe there's like broken trust between them because maybe somebody was unfaithful or whatever and it seems like we have this impossible task of rebuilding that trust or being a source or a good word to them to rebuild that trust or encouragement that it's worth it to to fight to to, to work together to you know and it's a long process and all that how about um do you have a word for like you know father gross and myself as just as priests who we encounter day-to-day -day people whose trust with the church is broken at this time or, or, or seriously harmed or give a word for us just encourage we priests and, and maybe just a word of advice how we can help facilitate that process of rebuilding trust with people who have been who have been hurt sure that's a very very important question thank you i would say first and most important thing is as we encounter persons who have uh, experienced uh, the church in a way that has made them either scandalized or 
that experience has left them broken and and victimized. The most important thing all of us can do is, first of all, to know we represent Christ to them. And so we listen, and, and listen attentively, even when it's hard. The second thing I always try and do is to offer at the appropriate time after listening and not in any way countering what they're saying, but to listen, to receive, is then to offer, would they like to pray? And then if there is something to follow up in the way of either counseling, someone who can be of help to them, or is there a legal, uh, is there something we need to bring to law enforcement? In other words, what is the follow-up? Uh, it takes time to restore trust, and it doesn't happen in one encounter. I think this is going to take some generations for us to be able to say we have regained the trust. But every time we follow these policies, every time that people see that we're consistent, every time they see our compassion for the victims, we're rebuilding that trust. And it may be slow, but the Lord is there at work through the Holy Spirit in us. But that would be my recommendation. Thank you very much, Bishop. For those of us, for those of you who are just joining us on Real Presence Live, we're visiting with Bishop John Quinn from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. In the couple of minutes we have left, Bishop, we want to bring things a little closer to home. We want to talk about this event called Camp Summit. Uh, two sessions coming up within the next week and a half. What is Camp Summit, and why is it important for the faithful in your diocese? This is a wonderful program. It's a religious camp. In other words, we meet, the kids get to come and meet Christ in all the activities. So they have daily Mass, they have Holy Hour, they have the opportunity to learn about prayer and Scripture, and then to have all the fun things that you do at camp with the hiking and the opportunity to uh, have fun with one another and to have a campfire at night and make s'mores and all of that. But the focus is on formation, formation of their faith. So when this program began probably about five, six years ago, we thought, we wonder how many kids we'll get. Well, we have so many now that we've had to go into a second week with a different group who couldn't get on the first week. So it's very popular. Uh, the teens who come, who help the younger kids at the camp, are our prayer warriors. They're also there to help assist, but they also help introduce kids to prayer and help them with the liturgy and, and all. So we have adults, we have college students, high school students, and lots of young kids who are encountering Christ in the summer. Well, Father, wish I could go to this, too, by yes. the way Bishop is describing it. There are two four-day sessions from July 29th through August 1st and August 5th through the 8th. The website is campsummitwinona.org, campsummitwinona.org. Bishop Quinn, thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, before we uh, let you go, if you could offer us a blessing. I certainly will. And thank you again for inviting me and giving me time with you. I always appreciate this opportunity and the uh, dialogue. The pleasure the Lord be is ours, and with your spirit. Blessed be the name of the Lord, now and now forever. forever. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who, who made, made heaven, heaven and, and earth. earth. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, 
and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Bishop Quinn, for joining us today, and blessings to you in your diocese and your ministry. Thank you. God bless you, and the Lord fill your heart with his peace. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you very much, Bishop. It's a good day when we get a blessing from a bishop, isn't it, Father? <laughs> yes. All right. It's good to hear about the great things going on in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Coming up, one more segment. You won't want to miss Anna Hooch, uh, let's see, Hoochney, Hoochney on the uh, gift of femininity. And we'll talk about that last name, I'm sure, after the break. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer joining you for Real Presence Live. Please stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Welcome back to Real Presence Live for our final segment of today's program. Father Jason Leffer joining me, Father James Gross, as we are uh, priests and pastors here in the Diocese of Fargo. And for our final segment, we're going to turn our attention to the southwest, to the Black Hills area, as we have Anna Luchny with us from the Diocese of Rapid City. Welcome, Anna, and, and welcome to Real Presence Live. Hi, thank you very much for having me on. Hey, Anna, this is, this is Father Leffer. So I, I need to ask you about your last name. Okay. Is, is is that a married name or is that your your uh, maiden name? It is a married name. Um, okay. It, is it Ukrainian? No, it's Czech actually. Okay. Okay. Ah, so Czech. Okay. Very good. Well, I I have three Czech parishes, but my my mom is Ukrainian, so I want you don't happen to know the meaning of the name, do you? It means noisy. Lazy. Noisy. I oh, think noisy. Said. <laughs> Uh, it it, uh, it fits our family quite well. Um, the, the name actually came from they were wheelwrights in Czechoslovakia, and so um, there was always banging and all kinds of noise happening. <laughs> it's called the noisy place, and then when they came to the United States, they just took it as their last name. 
I, I love it. Right. I always I love the meaning of memes, and it, it, it reveals us, doesn't it? Feel feel, uh, feel free to uh, make a joyful noise as we're visiting with you today, Anna. Um, first of all, we want to talk to you about the beautiful gift of femininity and a group that you are part of, Endow. Um, for those of us who are not familiar, uh, who are listening today, tell us about this program, Endow, and what it uh, stands for. So ENDOW, the acronym E-N-D-O-W, actually stands for Educating on the Nature and Dignity of Women. Um, and it's, it's actually an international um, apostolate um, that we just are kind of a sub-chapter of, if you want to think of it that way, at our parish. Um, and so the, it started in 2003, um, kind of based on, I shouldn't say kind of, actually based off of the teachings of uh, Pope St. John Paul II on the nature and dignity of women. Um, so these three women started reading these, The I think it's just a letter to women, I think, that they started with um, together over their lunch hour um, and just really fell in love with what John Paul II had to say about the nature and dignity of women, um, and in particular, our role as women in the Church. And so from there, they went on to um, start writing these studies um, with the, the support and guidance of um, you know, a couple of theologians, um, several different archbishops, um, and they, they started this organization that helps women to come together in community and learn about what it means to be a woman, um, what the Church has to say about women, um, and really just to form these strong faith communities that can then go out and share that idea of femininity, the real idea of femininity as we are meant to be with the world. So, Anna, can you give just give us a brief example? What's what's the difference between what the world says femininity is and and our our Christian faith informing us what in femininity is? So, when I started in Dow, my idea of femininity, even after um, a lot of Catholic schooling uh, throughout my life, was was a little bit more secular. Um, it was this idea that what it means to be a woman is the same thing as what it means to be a man. We're all just human. Everybody's equal in the sense of being identically the same, um, not not really the sense of equal dignity. And so um, what I've learned through my studies with Endow, through my time with, with our uh, group at St. Francis here, is that what God calls us to is uh, complementarity. Um, in our first study, we, we talked a lot about um, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and he talks about um, bringing a woman to be the handmaid of the, of the man, to be the helpmate of the man. And, you know, all of us have had kind of this, you know, bristling response to that, like, well, helpmate, you know, whatever. Like, I've got my own ideas, I've got my own drive, you know, my own plans for our family or for my life or whatever. What am I, what does it mean to be a, a helpmate? Um, and so through the study, we realized that that word actually is the same word that's used when it talks about God sending his aid to someone. And so just, um, I remember when we, when we went through that part of the study, just the change in the room was, was incredible. And all of us realizing that we are sent not as something subservient or as something lower, you know, and, and that's not what the church, what the church sees women as, but we're sent as an assistant, like to bring God's assistance to our husbands, to our friends, to our to our fellow women, um, and that um, I think that idea itself was worth you know all the time that we've spent in Endow. Um, and since then, you know, just our group in particular has really grown. Um, we keep referring back to that idea. Um, I really think you know just just that idea itself was sort of life changing, and and I think is really 
um, made a huge impact on each of our lives, those of us that come to the group, and I'm sure, you know, the other groups around the world, um, around the country that, that study these, that use these endowed studies, I think it's really yeah. um, just a huge idea. Mm-hmm. Well, we are tuned in to Real Presence Live. We are grateful for those who are listening as we have Anna Luchny with us to speak about the Endow program. Let's bring it back to kind of your local experience there in Rapid City. Um, it, part of the Endow program is a Bible study. Um, how long has that been going on there? And uh, tell us about uh, kind of the range of the women who participate in it. Okay, so our group actually started in 2015. Um, a friend of mine had been part of the Casper, Wyoming group when she and her family lived there. Um, so she approached me and she said, well, would you be interested in coming if we started something like this? And of course, I was super excited um, just to, you know, to spend time studying with women sort of similar to my college experience. Um, and uh, so our group has been going since then. Um, we've done a number of the endowed studies, which those are really handy for anybody looking to start uh, like a parish women's group this I can't I cannot recommend this highly enough. It's so simple. You order your study guide, you all sit down. Nobody has to be an expert. There's no outside reading. You sit down together, you all read it together. It takes about an hour and a half to two hours depending on how well your group knows each other, how much you talk. Um, it's just it's super, super simple. Um, but how, then over Anna, Anna, how much does it cost like a startup for a program like this? So the, the study guides themselves, I think, are about $35 a piece right now, which can be a little bit much for some people, but they're so worth it. I mean, think about what you would spend $35 on, and it takes about eight weeks to do. Um, they're, they're so worth it. Um, yeah, like I said, I, can't, I cannot recommend this highly enough for people that want to do it. Um, so, but then over, over our time together as a group, we've, we've added a few other kind of extra studies that aren't official endowed studies. Um, we've, and just the structure that we've learned through through doing the official endowed studies has really kind of carried us through um, those other studies. We've done some Scott Hahn. We've done um, a couple of books from the Catholic Commentary on Sacred Scripture, things that, you know, that to tackle on your own would be sort of intimidating. But to do it as a group um, with the structure that we've learned through, through endow, um, it makes it so much easier, um, and we all get a lot out of it. Um, so actually this fall we're doing one that's not, Again, not an official endowed study. It's Father Mitch Packwood's um, study guide on the Eucharist. Um, because oh, our good. yeah, so we're really excited. Um, Bishop Bruce has that uh, um, this would be a, the year of the Eucharist for our diocese. And so, um, actually, even before he made that announcement, we were all kind of talking about, well, maybe we should do something on a sacrament, you know, like on the Eucharist, on whatever. Um, and so then. When that announcement was made, it was just shortly after we had decided for certain that we would do something on the Eucharist. Um, so we were really excited how well that tied in. So Anna, what? Just we basically have a minute left here, but could you could you help us understand what difference has it made in your life to have other Christian women who become your friends, your spiritual partners, growing in knowledge and faith together? What? How has that changed your life, or why? Why was this worth other parishes investing in? So um, my college experience is a little bit unique, I guess. I went to a Catholic college and, and had some very close friends there. But I know that if it weren't for that core group of friends, despite all of my Catholic upbringing and my Catholic education, I most likely would have um, grown the form of my faith, maybe even walked away. And so having this group in our parish, a local group of women that I see every Sunday or Saturday night when we go to Mass, 
is just fantastic. I remember um, about halfway through our first study looking around at in the sanctuary and just going, I'm going to mass with friends again. You know, you, you run into them in the grocery store, you run into them you know, just out in your everyday life, and you know each other so well, um, and you know that each of you is striving to love God and to live out what it means to be a woman in the church. And um, just to have that, that companionship, that sense of community, is huge for me. Um, and then in my personal life, I have two little girls um, that I'm raising, and so um, having, having the vocabulary to talk to them about what it means to be a woman in the Church, um, what it means to exercise your feminine genius, has been right. amazing. Um, I, hope I'm, I hope I'm forming them well and giving them a good start to, to go out and find communities, make communities like the one that we're developing. Very here. good. Anna Luchny, thank you very much for joining us on Real Presence Live, and blessings to you and the participants of Endow and Rapid City. Thank you very much for having me. You're very welcome. We should also mention, Father, that uh, when we think of Rapid City, we are praying for Bishop uh, Groves, who tomorrow is being installed as the new bishop in Saginaw, Michigan, and for the process that will bring a new shepherd to their diocese there in South Dakota. Absolutely. And so as we are wrapping things up, let's turn it to Aaron one more time at Command Central to take a look ahead at tomorrow's program. Why, thank you very much, Fathers. It's going to be an excellent show. We've got Father Tim Beeren and Michael Goldsmith coming to you live from St. Charles Church in St. Charles, Minnesota. They're going to be speaking with Mark and Alicia Haugie to share their inspirational journey of NFP and their wonderful experience at the Pre-Cana Weekend. We're also going to sit down with Father Tim during Straight Talk. Get those questions ready again from 9.30 to 10 a.m. Central. Also hear from Sarah Vetter on the Onward and Upward program. Jane Bars on the beauty of inner healing. A retreat coming up here at Broomtree. Also, Amy Julian will talk about natural family planning a seminar coming up here in August. All this right here on Real Presence Live. Right back to you guys. Thank you very much, Aaron. So in the few moments we have left here, Father, I wanted to share a brief story with you. I had a baptism recently of a, about a six-week-old uh, little baby girl. And uh, what we use as the method is infusion, where you're pouring the water three times over the child's head. While I was starting the baptism, I was doing the first pour, and the little girl had kind of a you know instinctive reaction and lurched backward, and the water started got in her eyes and her nose, in her mouth she started turning red and started crying and pitching a fit and I felt oh no you know but I had to keep going and to uh, you know finish the baptism it, it wasn't you know too much and stuff but it reminded me of something that happened in the seminary we had a baptism practicum where one of the seminarians was doing the baptism with a baby doll the size of an infant and he was um, uh, let's say he was uh, uh, pretty uh, energetic and he had these heaping amounts of water as he was doing the baptism and so the guy who was the dad of the baby Baby held the grabbed the doll by the ankles, held it upwards, and this water is just draining out of its eye sockets, its ears. He's like, "You drowned my kid." He was saying. So there are all these lessons that we learn, and that just reminded me of what happened there. Washing out evil. Yes, yes, we're we're, we're casting out uh, casting out the devil and uh, yeah, original sin. It's it's gone for sure. Well, thank you very much, folks, for joining us on another edition of Real Presence Live. Father Jason Leffer, Father James Gross with you wishing you blessings for this week until we meet again god bless you
This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real 